This is Deep Dive, WFHB and Limestone Post Investigate, where we look into issues regarding health, housing, and the environment that directly impact residents of Monroe County. We are looking into Indiana's power grid, how it works, how it's outdated, and we are looking into renewable alternatives the state could explore to transition into more sustainable forms of energy. Just three days ago on June 25th, a tornado touched down on the south side of Monroe County near Kirksville. According to the National Weather Service, three tornadoes also touched down in Indiana, in Davies County, Johnson County, and Martin County. According to a New York Times article written by Leva Albic Ripka and Matt Twomey, quote, As of early Monday, fewer than 10,000 customers in Indiana were without electricity, according to poweroutage.us, which compiles data from utilities. Farther south, in Arkansas, Kentucky, and Tennessee, where storms also ripped through communities, more than 300,000 customers were without power, end quote. We are also currently inundated with smoke from the Canadian wildfires. Our air quality index reached 235 parts per million as of 3 p.m. today, which is categorized by the National Weather Service as a very unhealthy amount of particulate levels. Increasing temperatures and increasing natural disasters like tornadoes and wildfires can add additional strain to the power grid, as air conditioning units and air purifiers are used more during peak hours leading to brownouts and blackouts. Limestone Post reporter Rebecca Hill highlighted the importance of maintaining the power grid's reliability, which she reports is impacted by rising temperatures. Quote, For the 2023 summer, the Federal Regulatory Commission released its annual Summer Energy Market and Reliability Report, which predicted temperatures are likely to be 50 to 70 percent higher than average temperatures for June through September in most of the U.S., While all regions will have sufficient generating resources with increased solar and wind generation and battery capacity, MISO may face acute energy shortfalls only if extreme weather occurs. But the future doesn't look promising, according to the World Meteorological Organization, WMO, anticipated impacts from El Nino and continued greenhouse gas emissions may push the world's climate beyond the 1.5 degrees Celsius warming limit set by the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement. El Nino occurs when surface waters warm in the Pacific Ocean and disrupt atmospheric circulation, which can create extreme weather patterns like strong storm systems, rain, and flooding. The WMO believes that there is a 66% chance of exceeding that threshold for at least one year between 2023 and 2027. Exceeding the limit could result in extended heat waves, intense storm systems, and wildfires. End quote. Kerwin Olson is the executive director for the Citizens Action Coalition, or the CAC, an environmental advocacy organization. The CAC advocates for more equitable energy policy, utility reform, and pollution prevention. Olson discussed how climate change and extreme weather impacts the state's power grid. He called for a more resilient grid as climate change begins to disrupt the energy system. I mean, not only are we seeing uh, severe weather patterns that is causing uh, significant damage uh, either to the grid or the pipeline system uh, or to power plants, so we need to invest in a grid that is far more reliable and far more resilient uh, to these interruptions caused by climate change, these severe uh, severe weather events, but we've also seen severe weather events impact uh, 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 you know, the supplies of fossil fuels, coal and gas, freezing pipelines, uh, freezing power plants and things. So um, what we've seen is, is climate change is, is a significant disruptive force that, that is requiring, um, you know, significant investments and upgrades to our generation resources, 
uh, and our grid. And, and these disruptions also cost people time, uh, cost people money, and disrupt their way of life. And, and is a real concern with respect to health and safety, and uh, and uh, even can cost lives uh, in certain events when when homes and, and businesses uh, lose access to energy. So climate is here. Climate change is here. It's real. It's disrupting our energy supply um, today. It's disrupting prices today. And what we need to do is that should absolutely be a top consideration um, whenever uh, the Indiana State, uh, you know, State General Assembly or the Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission uh, is making decisions about spending tons of uh, public money on investments in our electric system. Let's ensure that those investments uh, are sound investments with respect to creating a more resilient grid uh, that can respond uh, to climate change. He also brought up the economic impact the power grid has in relation to climate change. He cited the example of the Texas freeze, a power crisis in 2021 that led to the worst energy failure in Texas state history. This billion-dollar disaster was caused by a cold wave and accompanying winter storms. At least 246 people died during the Texas power crisis. Olson warned of the negative repercussions that could happen to our energy supply as a result of climate change. You know, what happened with the Texas freeze last February, that caused uh, a serious economic impact to Indiana customers because as a result of the Texas freeze, which, you know, certainly was implicated by climate change, uh, the price of natural gas absolutely skyrocketed. And you can go back and look at all the articles uh, from the winter of 2022, uh, 2021 and 2022, and just the enormous uh, winter heating bills uh, that Hoosier consumers were playing, which were the result of the high gas prices caused by the Texas freeze. So there's absolutely, in that case, an economic connection uh, to Indiana consumers uh, and the impacts of climate change. Dr. Robert Weisbach is the chair of the Department of Engineering Technology at IUPUI. His areas of expertise include renewable energy and energy storage. He talked about how climate change and extreme weather play a role in the conversation about the power grid. You know, if you're somebody who lives on the coast, you know, and the earth warms and that causes the sea level to rise, you're going to be much more directly impacted by the effects of climate change. Um, but if you live in a place like Indiana, you know, what may be happening is that there are other things that may be going on. For example, you know, the climate that we, that people are used to who've lived here a long time in Indiana that used to be an Indiana climate might now be more like a, you know, a Missouri or an Arkansas climate or moving towards a Texas climate. So you have more, you have potentially hotter days during the year. And so that impacts, you know, what kinds of crops you're going to be able to grow in Indiana. So those types of things would be impacted by a warming climate. And so, you, and then it's, there's questions that, you know, then it's the issues of, you know, the vegetation, what kinds of bugs that would normally die off in Indiana. But as the, as the climate warms up, maybe those bugs don't die off and that might impact, you know, um, the vegetation that might not be able to survive if these bugs are able to flourish in our, in, in the new climate of Indiana. So those are the types of things that can come into play. <laughs> and I think that, you know, that can have potentially a significant impact on what, you know, what people are able to grow, for example, uh, in our state. So it's certainly 
will would be impactful all right will be impactful um and not as direct in terms of hurricanes and things like that but you know the num- you know the intensity of storms for example could be greater due to climate change as the as the climate warms and all that energy that heat energy may result in more storms more you know in indiana of course it's tornadoes you know maybe those tornadoes are going to be more prevalent more intense for example if you are listening and you have any questions about indiana's energy grid you would like answered or maybe you have some perspective on renewable energy you want to share with others in the community, you can email us at deepdive at wfhb.org, or you can leave us a voicemail at 802-552-3483. Again, that number is 802-552-3483. If you leave us a voicemail, we would love to share it on a future episode of Deep Dive. Tune in next week to dive deeper and learn more about Indiana's power grid.